welcome to this episode of Saintly Witnesses, where I talk to the Catholic behind the account. Today, I'm speaking with Alessandra Harris, who's going to come on and talk a little bit about um, her writing career. So thank you for um, coming on and sharing this information with us. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, for sure. And so a lot of us are familiar with her work and on racial justice in the Catholic Church, on social media. And, you know, she co-founded Black Catholic Messenger, uh, which is a great online publication, uh, media website. But also she's an author. And I, I think that's fascinating to dive deeper into. And I wish this was one of those programs where I had the book and I could like show the book while, into the camera while I'm talking. But it, we haven't got that that bread yet. So. Uh, but yeah, let's talk a little bit about uh, your faith journey. Um, so my first question is always the same. Uh, are you a cradle Catholic revert or a convert to the Catholic church? And uh, talk a little bit about your journey. Like, well, how was it growing up, middle life, and led you to now? So I always say that I'm a cradle Catholic. And to be honest, that's not exactly true because um, I didn't, I wasn't baptized until I was in first grade. So um, in first grade, I had, I was baptized, um, received First Holy Communion, and was confirmed all at the same time. And um, my mom was, came from a Catholic family, but my dad did not. So he was a little bit, I think, resistant to um, my sister and I being Catholic. So that was a little bit of the lapse in us actually um, entering the church. But, you know, I, it wasn't, I was at Catholic school since kindergarten, went to mass my whole life. So I, I still call myself a cradle Catholic, but technically speaking, it wasn't until first grade. Awesome. So did you have any like memorable like moments going into like later life or in adulthood that like really stood out to you along the way? Um, I've had several moments in my life where I feel like I only got through it because of my faith and because of God, where I look back and say, yeah, that was definitely God who walked me through that fire. So yeah, several moments. Um, I know after my freshman year in college, I had um, kind of, I wouldn't call it a reversion because I had never left the church. I was still attending mass every Sunday, you know, went to a Catholic university, um, went to a Bible study every week. But it was just a point in my life where I really said, you know what, I'm going to try to stop all this college sinning, I'll say, <laughs> so I'll, I'll just sum it up like that, and really try to um, turn my life around and give it back to God. All right, that's a good good little like summary of your faith journey. Um, so you've been a Catholic pretty much all your life. What is like some advice that you would give to somebody who was discerning the church or was thinking about um, becoming a Catholic? I know it's so much to so, say. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll start with what I hear is drawing people away from the church. And I would say that a lot of the church's vocal teachings on things around, let's say like, or let's say their lack of te- um, really strong stance against racism, or like the recent um, CDF statement about um, same-sex unions can't be blessed. I know that a lot of people are leaving around those type of issues. And what I would say is to look at what the church since its inception has offered, like the Eucharist, you know, the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus. You can't get that anywhere else. And I would say, look at 
the church history and the church teachings and the canon of saints and um, our devotion to the Blessed Mother. You really can't get those anywhere else. So if you really want to have a full and rich um, um, like faith, I feel like the Catholic Church is the church to experience that. Yeah, definitely good points. All that regarding the teachings, the Blessed Mother, and just the, the historicity of the church uh, for 2,000 years is all great information. Um, so let's go and talk a little bit about your, your writing career. Um, I know that you published two books. Uh, your first book in 2016 called Blaming the Win. And then in 2018, you bounced back and wrote Everything She Lost. And I know you have a, another book that's on the way later this year. Um, so when did you realize you wanted to become a writer? So I actually, in 2007, started writing for, because um, I'm from the San Francisco Bay Area. I live in Silicon Valley. And in 2007, I started writing for a local Bay Area, um, like, online publication and um it was like basically covering like the black community in the bay area so i got my feet wet working like writing and doing interviews and working with an editor and um then in i think it was like 2000 maybe like 2012 for christmas my dad gave me like three of these novels that you would call like urban fiction it was like black people and you know a, like relationship type of books and he's like I think you should write a book a, a novel and I was like no I just write nonfiction. I don't think that I'm that you know I'd really do that but then after he told me that I started having this idea in my mind kind of start forming and then I was like, you know what? I feel like I have to write this down. It just kept building. These characters showed up and the different situations showed up. And like, you know, I've been married for a long time. And I, I feel like marriage is so interesting and every marriage is different. And a lot of times, I mean, today with social media, reality TV, you know way too much of other people's business. But for the most part, it's like such a intimate relationship between two people that is its own life. And it's always fascinated me. So I, I my first book explores two um, married couples and just kind of like the trials and tribulations they go through. Um, and my, so in, uh, my first book has someone who experiences a mental breakdown. And my next book takes that theme even further and centers around a woman who's trying to get her life back after having a breakdown and it's a psychological thriller. So there's a lot more like drama, it's fast paced, but um, it kind of looks around like stigma and like, um, you know, just a lot of different issues that people I feel, well, okay. So it is, it is drama and it is a novel. So not everyone faces what she went through, but I feel like the themes are universal. All right. That's good information. Um, that's going to definitely come in at a later question about like some of the themes in your work. Um, so hopefully we get back to that. Um, so you've been, it sounds like you started getting your feet with like in 2007 in the Bay Area. Um, so I'm wondering like, uh, even though that was like a different style of writing, uh, did you, do you have any like memorable or like influential like authors, poets or like works in fiction or nonfiction that just like inspire you as a writer? 
Well, I would say that Toni Morrison is like an icon. I love her so much. And um, she was a Black Catholic. And um, she's such an acclaimed writer. Um, she won a Nobel Prize in literature. She won a Pulitzer Prize. Um, and what, what she did paved the way for me to write the stories I write now because she centered her writing around the Black experience. And she unapologetically just like looked at Black characters in their lives and that really hadn't been done before she did that. And people would even say to her, like, okay, when are you going to get serious and write about white people? And she was like, you know, you wouldn't ask a white person, when are you going to get serious and write about the Black experience? So why would you ask me that? So even though I'd say that publishing is still overwhelmingly white, um, her her books paved the way for Black authors and all authors of color to tell their stories. Yeah, Toni Morrison is, is always an influential writer. I, I'm so inspired by her work, especially like jazz, uh, for example, and Beloved are, are two great works that she wrote. So I'm wondering, as a writer, have you had any opportunities where somebody has told you that your writing has had like a transformative or like life-changing experience? Um, yeah. So what do you what do you think about that? Well, I've definitely had people reach out to me who've read my novels and said like that they um, touched them and impacted them. And especially people who said that um, around where I'd covered the topics of mental illness, that it helped them understand loved ones in their lives better and just kind of gave them a better understanding of um, issues around that. Um, but I would say more so it's around my work with like Black Catholic Messenger and, and the, that people have said that the, my writing that is more, you know, Catholic themed and around like Catholicism, Black Catholics um, has touched them, that they, it resonated with them, that they felt like I was giving them a voice that is not often heard in the predominantly white Catholic media. Okay, that's a good good way to use your talents and your voice. Um, so going back to what I said earlier about exploring the themes. Um, so you, you're a Catholic. Uh, do you ever like somehow insert Catholic teachings or Catholic um, elements in your books? And if so, like what are they and how have you used them in your books before? Well, I feel like with my first two, and I'll just tell people they are rated R. If you feel, if you you know feel <laughs> some type of way around adult con content, don't pick it up. You know that I'll just tell you that. But um, with my third one that's coming out, I did specifically write it, and I'd say it's like PG thirteen. You know, it's um, and and um, but I would say that all my books do explore questions around choosing. Um, making choices and the impact they have. And I think that as Catholics, we'll oftentimes call that sin and how um, like the effects of our sin um, have a, like have a ripple effect, you know? And it's like, whether it's um, personal sin or whether it's when we're sinning against someone else, 
that that does have an effect. And but I also like to talk a lot around redemption and um, people overcoming problems that they've had, um, trying to make amends after they've done something that wasn't right. And um, with my third book that's coming out, I do have one of the main characters visiting um, a Catholic church and just kind of trying to explore a relationship with God that he hasn't really had before. Okay. I like all that, what you just said. Very good points. Uh, so my last question, a little fun question I like to ask is um, any favorite saints that have influenced your walk as a Christian? So this is going to sound funny, but one of my favorite saints is St. Jude. And he's kind of known as the saint for impossible cases. And I felt like I've been through a lot of situations where it was kind of like, you know what, I don't know how I'm going to get out of this one. And just asking St. Jude for his intercession. And um, I also really like the um, three women who are the doctors of the church, St. Teresa of Avila, St. Therese Lisieux, and um, St. Catherine of Siena, who we just celebrated her feast day. Um, I love their writings. I love their lives. I love their influence. So they're, they're also very, um, very high up there for me. Okay. I like uh, those women of the church, definitely powerhouses and uh, their influence is just speaks way much more than um, we could give more time to. I mean, we could spend a whole 30, 40 years talking about those doctors of the church. <laughs> Um, well, definitely want to thank you for coming on and sharing this information about your book and uh, a little bit about your Catholic faith experience. I definitely learned a lot and I've always been curious, or were you a Catholic or a cradle Catholic or revert or something? So definitely got the question answered. So uh, that was good. Um, <laughs> well, thanks so much for having me. Yes, for sure, for sure. And you guys continue to pray for the work that Alessandra does at the Black Catholic Messenger and that her writing career continues to flourish and grow abundantly. Uh, you guys can tune in to the next episode of uh, Saintly Witnesses.